0: You've been around a lot of corpses. Is that normal?
1: What? The feet thing?
0: Yeah, the feet thing. Yeah, it happens. Well, I'm having a hard time concentrating. Can you do something
1: about it? Like what? Kill him again?
0: Hello and welcome to the Movie Chef podcast with Tebs and Corm. Hello, Corm. Hello, Deb. We're going to have to find something more natural for you to chip in. This is the Movie Chef podcast. We make a meal out of movies. I had to slow down and say that one. I'm so giddy and excited. It's the (laughs) Reborn, the version two of the Movie Chef podcast. We've got the new logo is up on our social media now. Um, We've got the website live. Uh, We are on Good Pods. We are on Spotify, Apple, and a bunch of other places. But you can listen to us on our website, whenever your ears fancy it, you're swaying around like you're on a like you're on a treadmill or something. What you're doing?
1: I have to. This is the new stance. I have to stand and standing now for the podcast. This is it's a new start. No more sitting down. No more sitting down. Just always standing up until I get really tired and have to sit down. You look like a guy that's been dragged to a Zumba class. I think it's going to put you off a wee bit, so I'm going to try and stand completely still. No, like, <laughs> I'm going to pass you off. That's put... <laughs> that was my passive I'm going to read, the signals. Saying, read just, the signals.
0: Do you know what? I'm, uh, there's, there's a lad who sits next to me at work, new to team, you know, and he's really enthusiastic. And, you know, when he's uh, making phone calls, you know, when mm. he's, you, you're, you're trying to drive home a point and your, your hands are just moving as you're talking on the phone, you're getting into it, and he just bangs the desk ever so slightly. Constantly, <laughs> and it fucking me to
1: the very core of my soul. Every, you know. I'm just <laughs> sat
0: there quiet, and I'm just staring.
1: Fucking shit! Put your You know, you know, I have a couple of quirks. So when I start to drink, the t-shirt that I'm wearing will always get rolled up, and the top of my arm will start to get yeah, rub- yeah,
0: yeah,
1: yeah. If I'm, if, yeah, if I'm nervous, then I start rubbing my knees. So if I'm watching football, if I'm watching Chelsea or I'm watching Ireland, if I'm sitting down, the knees start to get rubbed as well. So I have like I have these wee nervous ticks, But whilst I'm standing, not doing anything, I have to kind of sway like I'm on a boat. But I'm going to try to stop it. I'm going to do my best to stop yeah, it. You do what but you're going, going to do. I, see, I see have i i've to catch myself.
0: <laughs> it just it looks like you're just trying to balance on a on a wobble board. Yeah, maybe I am. Maybe this is the new yeah. me. Maybe it's good for posture. Good for good for your hips.
1: Yeah. Yeah. What do you call me, old? <laughs> what the fuck does you say you were old? <laughs> Good for my hips? How paranoid. Well, I having a fucking hip replacement? <laughs> Try oh, and prevent need one, one sir. Oh, to okay, prevent, yeah, one. yeah, yeah, you're right, you're right, you're right.
0: Um. So, yeah, find us at moviechefpodcast.com. Um. There's going to be blogs on there where myself and Kong will post our musings of the cinema world and basically anything. could end up being anything. Could end up mm. just being my suicide note at one point, and then you just <laughs> <Jesus> nobody's <laughs> <Christ. laughs> please, please,
1: please, don't! I don't know how to edit. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, like you carry on valiantly without me. You can't even do the introduction without me. Uh, hello, anybody there? Anybody there? This is Comic. Uh, the mic's podcast. not turned on, Mitchell. <laughs> Why did Fall have to hang himself for his podcast? <laughs> Um, so yeah, so blogs <laughs> are gonna yeah, be blogs. on there, not so as I know it's gonna be blogs. Some exclusive web episodes. Um, uh, we might put some video on there once Cormac gets a camera when he's in his garage. Um, so yeah, check us out moviechefpodcast.com. First of all, before we carry on, um, uh, this is gonna be very vague, and we've got a listener slash fellow podcaster that I know, uh, called Dan. Um, and him and his partner are going through a lot right now. I'm not even going to talk about it, but Dan, we love you. People that are there for you. Yeah. Jenna, big one. man. Love you. Yeah. Um, okay. News of the week. So, last week we talked about Marvel. So, the big news this week, or in the week that is approaching us, Warner are at it again. Oh, Jesus, shit. They- they Whoa, love a tax shit. break. They do
1: love a they, tax break, don't they? Oh, they
0: love a tax break. Mm, fucking awesome. So, first of all, they decided, um, well, okay. So, somebody had the idea of hiring Zack Snyder. <laughs> 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 it all went wrong after that.
1: Always a problem. Always a problem.
0: So. Zach came in, Zach went out, Joss came in, loads of people got upset. You put <laughs> your left Zach
1: in, you put and, your right Zach out.
0: <laughs> and then, uh, is it Hamada? Uh, I could have been really racist, and I don't know. But anyway, the guy who was in charge of Warner fucked everything up. Um, And they were basically, so it started a few, few years ago, they were making Batgirl. They were making a Batgirl film. And apparently, it was a ninety million dollar movie that was going to be uh, that was going to be released. Um, Leslie Grace was in it as Barbara Gordon. Michael Keaton was in it as mm-hmm. Batman. Apparently, this film was going to be released uh, before Flash, mm-hmm. or it, it was supposed to come out before the Flash did, so you could understand about multiverses. So this is set in Keaton's world as opposed to the Flash's universe. Anyway, blah blah blah. Uh, and Brendan Fraser in uh, as Firefly. He was going to be getting this resurgence as this villain, and. Warner tested it. Now, apparently, from what I've been reading, it got about 62% popularity in terms of uh, positive reviews from test audiences. And they decided it wasn't enough. They've discussed it as being uh, Saffron, um, who co-chairs Warner Brothers, and now DC with James Gunn. Apparently said it was not releasable. Now,
1: Happy, happy enough to release the Flash, though.
0: Yeah, the flash is fine, we'll get that one out
1: Yeah, the mess that that was
0: Are you telling me A Batgirl film with Michael Keaton Batgirl and Brendan Fraser as a villain Scored worse than that flash Abomination
1: Well, let's be brutally honest about it You know, Brendan Fraser made out like a bandit because his his fucking career trajectory is back now. Like he is back on the winning path, just won an Oscar, just been in a Scorsese movie, you know. So if he's looking back at it, he's going, thank fuck for that.
0: Well, Fraser said, what I find most lamentable is that now a whole generation of little girls are going to have to wait a longer to see a bat girl and say, hey, she looks like me. That makes me sad. I know how good Leslie Grace was, and I know that this would mean me- what this would mean to so many people. And they decided to can the film and write it off. So rather than release the film and pay tax on the money that it's cost to make the film, et cetera, they say, "Well, we've lost ninety million, so we'll actually gain by not spending 30, paying thirty million in tax." So they're basically banking on that film. They think if it had been released in the cinema, we'd have made less than sixty million dollars with it. So it's better to lose sixty yeah, million. That's
1: absolute. Uh, yeah it's oh, absence, Absolutely. you know and <clears throat> where we're yeah where where we're going where we're going now i'll let you finish and then we'll talk about what, mm-hmm. my theory
0: well so they've um they've shelled back girl never to be seen again and because they've they got the the got off with paying the tax on it it's under lock and key it can never be released now c- cut forward to about a week ago in 2023. And the same has happened with their next sort of live action animated film, Coyote versus Acme. It's going to be, it was along the lines of Who Framed Roger Rabbit. And from what a lot of people have been saying on Twitter, from the visual effects artists, some of the actors in the film, John Cena was due to be in this, was in this, I don't know. The director saying loads of people have seen this film and it is a funny, witty Comedy that would have been on that same level of Hoover and Roger Rabbit that appeals to a whole variety of audiences, not just kids going to see an animated film. This is Warner Brothers' bread and butter. This is Acme. This is Coyote. Uh, Why the Coyote Roadrunner? This is their tunes. They, this is what Warner is. It is Batman, and it is tunes. And in the space of a couple of years, they have just decided against releasing content that they own and basically not even risking things being released in cinemas
1: anymore. Well, do you believe that John Cena would put his name to a movie to not have it released? Do you think that John Cena is the kind of star who would allow something like that to happen?
0: I think John Cena is the kind of star that gets paid $5 million to be in Coyote Versus Acme, and in his contract, it'll say, Warner on the film, we can do what we want with it. He's been paid to do a job. No, do you think he's see, going I, into that for the creative freedom no, of doing no, creative no. versus Acme? I it, it, even I if he's a producer, it like that. Yeah, that Warner, it like
1: Warner that. it's Warner's money. It's their... What, what, I believe, what I believe is that Warner Brothers have looked in the past. They know, obviously, Looney Tunes is a massive money maker for them, right? But let's be brutally honest. Not a lot of Looney Tunes movies are massive, massive hits, all right? So how do we make a Looney Tunes movie a massive hit? How, how do we make it hit hard? Well, people get pissed off when we pull movies. People start campaigns when we pull movies, when we take people away. People get really annoyed at things like this. How can we generate free advertising? How can we mitigate the damage? Of spending sixty million on marketing campaigns when we can throw a free marketing campaign our way, but they can't show the film. What are the what are the marketing? Oh, they will. No, that they movie. Can. That movie. I am telling you, right. I will. I will bet you right now. All right. One hundred percent. I will bet you twenty quid. That movie gets released in the next six months. In the next six months. In the next six months, make that, 50, movie, that movie, will quid. get released. No, no, no. Make, make it 50 I, will put, quid. I will put I will put twenty quid on the line. I'm not. Like, listen, I'm I'm not fucking you know megabucks here. Like, oh, if I do lose, if I lose, I lose. But if I lose twenty yeah. quid, I'd rather lose twenty quid than mate. if I've lost fifty quid. Than me, you'd probably lose a friend. Fine, make it hundred. <laughs> shit. <laughs> But I do not believe I do not believe I do not believe that any movie with John Cena in it would lose money.
0: That's what I mean. So why are Warner doing this? It is not marketing. Right. They've just one second. May twentieth. So this has got to be released by May 20th, or you owe me you owe me 20 quid. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. The fact is they've gone to the tax man and said, We've spent this money. And we have lost it by not releasing the film. So we're not going to pay you, Mr. Taxman. Now, if they then decide in six months time, oh, yeah, we'll just release it. The taxman is going to come along and go, can we have the money that you should have paid us and interest, please? It's tax yeah. fraud. They're not allowed <laughs> to do it. So 20 quid, May 20th, that'll be that'll be exciting. Oh, I might spend it on some <laughs> Batgirl comics. Um, but yeah Warner are absolutely playing loose at the minute they've um, it's an absolute mess they're even arguing over with uh, the British government to scrap outdated exhibition period laws. So basically the the British government, and I don't know if America's the same, but they say there is uh, a, a closed window between a film coming out on the, in the cinema and being released on home media. It's to protect the cinema industry, but it's also to protect the movie-making industry rather than the cinema exhibition industry. And it's all pointing towards Warner wanting to... That's, that's why these two films were greenlit at a time when they were releasing big-money films in cinemas, that was before HBO Max has come in or Warner Max or Max or whatever the fuck it's called now. But they uh, they were, now their plan is to make fifty million dollar movies and put them on the streaming rather than releasing them in the cinema. But then they, they went back to. It's a mess. It's an absolute mess, and these people are in charge of DC. Have you seen? Um, have you seen the breaking news about Superman Legacy? No. <laughs> Lex. More, ba- Lex more bad news. More bad news. <laughs> I, no, I won't say so. Lex Luthor. Mm-hmm. So, so we know what's his face, you know. Wish.com Henry Cavill is going to be playing Superman. Yeah, Lex Luthor. Nicholas Holt. Oh, okay. You, know, you, know, I like they've gone younger, but not like Jesse Eisenberg hipster younger. Yeah. Well, we haven't
1: seen how they're going to do the character yet.
0: But I can, you can imagine going with Nicholas Holt as Lex Luthor all the way through another ten. Yeah. Fifteen years worth of movies. British evil. Yeah. yeah, I get it. Oh yeah, all British are evil.
1: Oh. <laughs> An evil lax British Luther with hair. Is I think he'll put the accent on. A hundred percent. He has to. He has yeah. to. Talking about fucking colonizing places.
0: What is this? Um. Oh, land. Do you remember
1: <laughs> that was? Yeah, that was. <laughs> That was Superman one
0: and Superman Returns. Oh, just do
1: Superman and... returns all over again. Keep that and just stick Nicholas Hold in with a British accent.
0: Superman returns without the kid. Why why did we have to have baby Superman Um but then again it's what's his name? Singer. Come we, oh, we'll have to watch oh, you now?
1: Jesus. Brian
0: Brian Singer directing Kevin Spacey.
1: Hasn't been hasn't been convicted of anything by the way who, well. hasn't, been,
0: who hasn't been convicted of anything both what of them finished? both of them have not neither been convicted of, of neither anything. of them have been yeah, convicted of of anything. completely
1: actually kevin spacey is an innocent man i'm an innocent he's... man he's an innocent man he's an innocent man we <laughs> saw hey, those christmas... hair, <laughs> yeah we've, we've seen them all
0: we saw those christmas videos of kevin spacey <laughs> i'm sorry he was just
1: he was just playing the part of uh frank uh underhill i'll go Virginia,
0: i'll yeah. go OJ, mm-hmm. Robert, Robert Wagner. Mm-hmm.
1: <laughs> athletic ability, yeah, and I like what you're doing. Yes, yeah. OJ ability. has more Sorry. athletic OJ ability more than,
0: and Kevin Spacey, I'd say, would be just underneath bottom. Kevin
1: Spacey would be bottom. I would but say Kevin the Spacey. I, yeah. Oh yeah, hundred oh, yeah, percent athletic yeah. ability. Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. You, you wouldn't. Okay. Um, yeah. <laughs> so, what have we been watching this week? Anything at all uh, What you've been watching that isn't I Yugoslavian have... textile industry based?
1: No, no, nothing to do with Yugoslavia, <laughs> I if I can say it. Uh, I have been watching uh, Ghosts of Horrible histories Fame. Ghosts? Have you, watched, have you watched? No. Okay. Well, I've watched, obviously, the first... Four seasons and the fifth season recently just came out. And just, just I, the first four seasons of this children's <laughs> may TV show. I say, well, number one, it's not a children's TV show. Um it is the most delightful half-hour TV show every week in my life. It is utterly wonderful. It is unbelievably funny. The characters in it, I am a massive fan. Of horrible histories, I am a massive fan of the guys who 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 write it. Even as far to say as Greg Jenner, who does his own podcast, uh I'm a massive fan of him as a historian. Um, but the guys who do, uh, ghosts, it is fantastic. And if you haven't watched Ghosts, you are in for an absolute treat. It is near forty to fifty episodes and. It is worth the binge. Fantastic. Waxing lyrical
0: the there, Corn. I haven't watched much, really. <laughs> I stayed up again on Saturday night for the wrestling. Well, and? I didn't stay up. I I went to bed about six and got Did up Hacksaw Jim
1: Duggan beat Dusty Rhodes?
0: Nah man, there was a there was a Texas death match, which has but been right. lauded as like a five star match of the year there was... uh
1: oh okay, let's let's backtrack what's a Texas death match <laughs> well think
0: of deathmatch wrestling
1: okay Purposely, someone someone dies at the end
0: okay right there will be there'll be blood there will be blood very oh, violent. hold
1: on is this the one that I've been seeing with uh, somebody tied somebody around a, a, a post with a chain and now yes. everyone's talking about slavery. Yes. Right. Okay.
0: Right. Okay. I guess, so I we had uh, barbed wire wrapped chairs being hit over the head. One guy got it caught in the eye. Um, at the beginning he had a gash across his head about eight inches. Oh, it was horrible. I was just, I, I'd, I love wrestling. I do. Mm-hmm. And maybe I'm too yeah. used to WWE's PG sanitized product, but that did nothing for me. I I didn't want to see even if it. I knew they were in on it. When I watch mm-hmm. a film. And two guys are beating each other to a pulp You know it's special effects You know nobody's physically <laughs> getting hurt For my entertainment where, where does wrestling stop and then it becomes like Coliseum of
1: Rome you? Can I can I shock you, Paul? Go on I fucking love Vince Russo Fuck off <laughs> I fucking love Vince Russo's style oh, of to I'm, t- I'm gonna say bro. this right now I'm gonna bro. say this right now I True. have recently, and I've done this in the last couple of days as well. I've rewatched a few episodes of uh, Vice's. I can't remember the fucking name of it now. The dark Wrestling side of the Ring. Dark Side of the Ring. So I've watched a few episodes. I watched the episode with the uh, boxing, the Brawl for All, the other night. Um, and obviously, all the bad stuff that happened with that. Um, and I watched, recently rewatched the Montreal Screwjob episode. Yeah. Uh, and, Great show. Yeah. And. I will be brutally honest with you, the greatest, well, other than the late 80s, early 90s, there was that gap period between like 92, maybe 98, that was kind of like, and I'd even forgotten some stuff. Remember the Minotaur? Yeah, I remember. Do you remember this? Yeah. So I'd forgotten this even existed. And then I watched that, the Dark Side of the Ring episode of the Roll for All, and and, and like Vince Russo was talking about it. And then Mm -hmm. it popped into my head that from... From 98, to 2002, 2003, that was all Russo. Like, that was him. majority of it, yeah. Yeah. yeah
0: the and so
1: when was the greatest time in wrestling? Between 98 and 2003? And you can't deny it. You cannot deny that. The greatest time in wrestling, the biggest stars of than Hogan. I'll tell you, right. I went out the other
0: day. There was, uh, first of all, went to Barber's. And you punched Vince Russo in the mic. <laughs> punch him! Punch him in the face. Um, went to barbers had the beard done, mm-hmm. and look gorgeous. Barber. I had, a, I had. A, thank you very much. I had a Chris Jericho t-shirt on, and mm-hmm. the bar was like, "Oh yeah, yeah, you're interesting. Yeah, yeah, I'm watching." Blah, blah. He goes, oh, are you watching tonight? Yeah, yeah, I'm watching it. Tonight. He's like, "Yeah, I always enjoy watching The Rock back in you know, attitude era. Yeah, 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 <laughs> yeah. I just Stone Cold as well. Yes, yeah, Stone Cold stuff." Went to the optician's two hours later. Optician sat there. Chris Jericho fan. Yeah. Is he still in WWE? No, no. Is is. Oh, I loved it when I used to watch The Rock, and I'm like, oh, for... yeah, yeah, me, yeah, yeah, me too. Yeah. And it just proved totally random people who don't watch wrestling, all they know is The Rock and the late nineties. Yeah. Anyway, we're a movie podcast, right? Um, I watched the Oceans trilogy as well. What a which... weird thing to watch. Yeah, I put the first one on. You know what? Not as funny as I remember him being.
1: They're not funny at all. No. Smug. And and as much and, and Don Cheadle is in the movie Chef Hall of Fame. I I you understand, yeah. He's in the Movie Chef Hall of Fame. Um that accent. yeah. Oh white governor! I can do a better London accent than that. Mm.
0: Do you want to hear? I don't get it. No, oh, yeah, go on then, actually. Yeah. Let's hear, no, let's hear, I, no. no, no, let's hear, no, let's hear East London.
1: Hello, Governor.
0: Let's hear, the uh, let's hear Central London.
1: Going downtown.
0: Um, south of the river, Croydon, maybe. What, what have you got for that? All
1: right, Governor. <laughs> <laughs> I can do Newcastle as well. All right, my Governor. Whoa! <laughs> wow! What? Why are you, my governor are the lads like? I apologise. I apologise. All our Jordy.
0: <laughs> I apologise to none of you. <laughs> we don't Fackers. have any listeners in Newcastle. <laughs> um, right. 30-episode movie challenge brought to you by Cineworld. Well, I say brought to you by Cineworld. Downloaded from the internet from Cineworld. Thanks, nice, um, Cineworld. We're going to be doing We're going through their 30-day movie challenge. Um on day two. Ah, You've caught us early in this feature. Well, well, it's, as if we, it's as if we have to try and remember to do it every week. <laughs> <laughs> Next week, we're on day two of um, a film you watched over and over as a child. And I th- I thought two immediately when I thought, when this, when this
1: came up. Now, I'm going to say two, but one, don't ask me anything about it. All right, Because it is very vague in my memory of watching it, but I remember watching it multiple times. The other one is just, we all know, we've spoken to somebody from that movie. Uh, number one is Back to the Future. I think yep. I watched Back to the Future easy, easy, 20 to 30 times when I was a kid, easy. And you it back to front and you everything about it. I, I, I loved fucking Michael J. Fox. I literally, I think we spoke last week when I said I, I watched Doc Hollywood. The no only reason I watched Doc Hollywood because I fucking loved Michael, Jackson, or Michael J. Fox. Whenever Spin City was on, I, I loved Spin City. I loved him on Grown Pains. I loved him, loved him, loved him. Um, the second movie. Now, you might not have heard of this. It was a movie called Why Always Me. And it was about... Now, I can't remember the name of the guy, but he was an Italian guy. And he was a sheriff in this movie. And he was looking after this kid. It was based in some American time. You knew them, like, early 80s, mid-80s movies, foreign movies that were made to look like they were in America. And they were all overdubbed. And they kind of all... It was like that kind of low budget. Yeah, It was like a, a space alien kid came down. And I think his only... He had a special power to freeze time or to slow down time. And I can only remember the end sequence. It was like this big, like, town parade, and they were all trying to steal him. And this big, big guy sheriff was like hitting people. And the sounds on it were like, and it was like really, really weird. I haven't looked it up. I haven't, like, I I was trying to think of stuff in my head what I watched and I remember this, I remember watching this about 10 to 15 times What was it called? Have you checked so it up? So why always Why always me, I believe the movie was called like, it was so strange, it was so bizarre because I remember going I remember going to the cinemas. I had this fascination with that kind of E.T., Mac and Me kind of alien kids Flight of the Navigator, you know, stuff like that when I was younger And I remember being like completely awed by Flight of the Navigator when like the Beach Boys came on and like that eye thing popped up and the kid, you know, NASA fucking stole him and then he went to space. Do you remember Flight of the Navigator at all? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I think it was Why Always Me? Why Always Me? It just has never left my head. And it was one of those things that, you know, you can't really find out that much stuff about it. But I know where I remember, I remember there was a lot of Italian names in in the the cast list I remember this for some unknown reason. I don't know why. I don't know. I
0: can't find it. Can't find it. No
1: way. Let's oh.
0: have a look. I'm gonna,
1: uh, I'm gonna
0: have a look. This is great audio. <laughs> um the one I yeah, was you gonna you
1: talk and I'll look
0: the one that first dropped on to me, I know, I need to pay attention, was, um, have you ever seen a film with Richard Greco called Teen Agent?
1: Oh, of course I have, yes.
0: <laughs> we had this on video. It was either taped off the TV or something. It was like early 90s. And it was just one of these, like, it, you know, you had all these films back then, you know, like um, Blank Check, Getting Even With Dad, yeah. Richie Rich, all about young kids suddenly getting wealth, money, superpowers, whatever. And this was because that's what you wanted was as that, a kid. This was a teenage guy who was quite evidently not a teenager at the time. He was one of the oldest kids in high school.
1: I think. I think I remember this movie was the start of it in an airport. Yeah, he was going somewhere. I remember. Yes. I so he's flying yeah.
0: off to Europe. You know, yes, the, these these American class trips that go to. You know, go to Europe for a summer, and it's like we had a fucking we had we had a week in North Yorkshire from our school. <laughs> we had we had we had five days in Northern France, and we we live in the UK. It's literally over the river. Which schools in America are taking kids to Europe for the summer? Does it happen?
1: Well, where did you go? Um,
0: we had a, a trip to France, five days, Northern France.
1: France. Yeah. yeah. We went to our P7 class trip was to Liston Varna. Now, you might not know that name, but you might know of the Marriage Festival. Nope. No? All right, okay. Well, we'll stop there.
0: Okay. Uh, But yeah, Teen Agent. Roger Reese is the bad guy who was basically going to turn everything gold, and Linda Hunt is his, like... What's the name from The Incredibles? What's the name of the... uh... Little Which old one? woman who looks like Linda Hunt. Anyway, ah, Linda Hunt. Ah, hello, darling. That one, Ed- I Edith, Edna, Edna, Edith, Edna. I don't know. Um, But yeah, it. Wrote, but for me, it was like watching films as a kid. It, we'd record stuff off the TV. And I could literally watch it one night and then the next morning just put it on again. Or if I've got to go out, you stop it and then you come in later on and then you just start watching it from halfway through the film. And I never used... There were some films I would just happily just put it on from wherever it was at and just watch it from there. It was it's fantastic.
1: Well, I'll find it. Go on. What's it called? <laughs> it's called Everything Happens to Me. Uh, <laughs> it was 79. The original title was The Sheriff and the Satellite Kid. But then it became known under the title. This is why I got a wee bit mixed up. It was called Why Did You Pick on Me? So the original, the original name was, is The Sheriff and the Satellite Kid. It was known in Europe as everything happens to me, but then westernized. And why did you pick on me? And it was Italian. Yeah, 100% it was Italian. <laughs> brilliant, brilliant, brilliant. And it starred Bud Spence. Bud Spence, the most Italian name yeah, <laughs> <that Bud>. you <laughs> can ever think. I wonder why he changed his name. I wonder. His name was Carlo Pedasoli. I wonder why he changed his name. Are you, um,
0: I meant to say there's a new um trailer out for um Wonka, someone's just reminded me about Wonka there, and
1: all oh, well, those musicals. Me, and... My Timothy oh
0: no, it's because I'm looking at something called Yet yeah, from Timothy Shamalader, Everything Happens to Me. I don't know where that's come from, but um, my nephew is really excited for that one.
1: I am not at all. I, I've seen two Wonka movies, one was Out of This World, the other was. shit. And I don't want to be let down again. (laughs) Unless Gene Wilder resurrects (laughs) himself from the grave and is like Wonka's father. uh, This is not fucking happening. Oh, do you know what, though? They'll probably do that fucking early digital remaster face shit that they've done recently. (laughs) That we'll talk about later. (laughs) 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 <laughs> and there were
0: a Ghostbusters trailer as well Frozen Seen
1: bullshit. it Seen it uh, oh.
0: No Frozen somewhere I like that As soon as I see walking. the old
1: Ghostbusters As soon as I see the old Ghostbusters That's it for me That's it As soon as I see them And they're in it And they actually have like They've got plot points in it this time there's, They're actually in the story Rather than the end With fucking Hal Remus' ghost uh, You know I'm there I'm there
0: Considering how I like the first one Ghostbusters Afterlife was yeah are we just going to swap the ice for Pink ooze and it's going to be like the second one is there going to be like Vigo in a painting that they're going to have to sure <laughs>
1: have some... <laughs> sure
0: <laughs> whatever
1: yeah I'll see it I'll enjoy it um yeah <laughs>
0: that, that's wow thank you Cormac. yeah you're welcome <laughs> I'll go see it I'll enjoy it And uh, yeah
1: yeah I'm
0: there <laughs> um right we just want to have a quick word with you regarding um, basically raising awareness of something that is fairly close to us. We obviously, like I said, met in Carlisle, didn't we? We spent a few years there together. Um, and we want to let people know about... Up the Carlisle. Yes, up the Carlisle. <laughs> is that cockney <laughs> rhyming <laughs> slang? Yes. Oh, up oh, the Carlisle. Take her up the Carlisle. Carlisle, you've done, has launched, this is a... Basically, it's an organization aimed at bringing uh, the community together in Carlisle, working with um, kids and families from uh, all around different walks of life giving them a, a place, a safe place to come and relax, enjoy themselves, do sport and whatnot. Um, and they're launching their winter warm zone campaign again, um, ahead of National Day of Giving on November 28th, which is quite apt for why we're saying this, because what they've done is, Carlisle Youth Zone, is they've pledged to offer free entry and a hot meal to anybody who's struggling throughout December and January. Um, last, right. year they, yeah, last year they managed to offer um, uh, Welcome over twelve and a half thousand visitors. Uh, over seven thousand free hot meals were given away, and uh, annual memberships to eight hundred and twenty-six young people were given, so that they've got something all year round to be able to come and enjoy and feel safe. um But they can't do this without help. Now we know probably ninety-nine point nine nine percent of you aren't in Carlisle, and have probably never heard yeah. of Carlisle. It's a town, a city on the border of Scotland. The main thing you do is stop off there when you're on to Glasgow on your way to Glasgow. But it is a great little city. It's a great county, Cumbria, and there's some good people in there doing some wonderful things. Um, especially all the coordinators and the uh, the, the business leaders at, Cal, at Carlisle Youth Zone. Uh, what can you do? So, if you're in the UK, you can text CYZ and the value of the donation you want to make. So, if you want to text and donate five pounds, text CYZ five to seven zero zero eight five that's seven zero zero eight five um done it in five pounds will secure a, a membership for a young person to be able to enjoy the facilities all year round 10 pounds uh cyz 10 will enable the youth zone to preside a free club entry for 20 people um and 15 young people with 15 pounds will be able to enjoy a hot meal something that we actually all take for granted i think yeah i do yeah. i do especially you know uh, walking in, yeah, you go to do your shopping or whatever, and you just forget sometimes how difficult it must be for some people just to be able to get a hot meal or give the kids somewhere safe to go. Um, so, if you are going to be texting, uh, the value of your donation is going to be taken from your prepaid credit. If if you're on a bill, it'll come off your bill. Uh, anybody under sixteen, get your bill payer's permission before you text. Um, you can go to carlisleyouthzone.org. Uh, there's going to be a link for it in the description of the podcast. Uh, if you're outside the UK, and I know a lot of you are if you want to donate you can go on to carlisleyouthzone.org, click the donate button uh drop something by we're going to be dropping something for them uh yeah. just to help support them uh but they're a really good bunch of people up there um and i think sometimes you know whether somebody's on your doorstep or five thousand miles away it's still nice that you can make somebody's winter a little
1: warmer so yeah it yeah. shouldn't matter shouldn't matter anything that feeds kids anything that puts young adults or kids behind a wall that keeps them safe for people who look after them should be credited we should be giving them money uh what is that text message number again please uh
0: cyz and the number to seven zero zero eight five brilliant brilliant well done guys right uh we are going to be talking about indiana jones and the dial of destiny <laughs> my god listen well, can I just say, I, I had this I had this amazing uh, idea okay. uh, last week. You know, I'm going to get you to watch Indiana Jones because you didn't watch it, and it's going to be hilarious. And then when you actually get to it, you think, God damn it, nobody else watched it either. <laughs> Who's going to listen to an yeah. episode <laughs> spoiling Indiana Jones 5 when they haven't even seen the film because they're waiting for it to come on Disney so bloody much?
1: Well, I'm going to say this, right? I didn't hate Kingdom of the Crystal Skull. Didn't, didn't at all. I actually, there were parts of it that were quite good. Shia LaBeouf didn't really annoy me as much as he annoyed other people. Uh, I thought Ray Winston in anything is fantastic. I think Kate Blanchett in anything is fantastic. You know, and especially Kate Blanchett being evil. The one thing that uh perturbed me about Kingdom of the Crystal Skull was the fact that Harrison Ford was 70 odd. You know, you know se- I mean, that would make maybe, him over 90 by now, but, maybe you know, late was- maybe late 60s? Maybe well, let's be brutally honest. He's what is he now? Is he 80? Is he like I would say I, I'd be happy to say that Harrison Ford is 80 to 85 years old. Okay. Can we deny that? Can we prove it? <laughs> <Can> we- <laughs> He's 80, 81 He's 81, Are you happy? Can you carry on? There you go Right bang, 80 Okay. So, so 81. to see He's 81. Right, okay. birth certificate
0: so, birth, the, the, You're a birther the, I'm going to show you a birth
1: certificate So I think we were talking We were talking the first half hour of this movie And it was very much A planogram for Any Indiana Jones movie, the starting sequence You know, there's some action sequence, blah 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 Nazis on the train, yada 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 now, the CGI that was in place within that first 20, 25 minutes was some of the most off putting CGI, special effects, whatever you want to call it, that I have ever, ever witnessed in a movie before. It reminded me of the Polar Express. Okay, I, I got to disagree with you there. Because
0: no. these. This was not as off-putting as Peter Cushing in uh, Rogue One or well, Carrie Fisher at the end.
1: I think I it was off this no, was it was... Not as
0: this was not as off-putting as the end of the end sequence from The Flash with all those Superman and Supermen coming into it. That CGI was awful. There's there's some films where it's overused crap. This <sighs> I don't think it was off putting. I think I've I've seen it done worse. I've seen de aging done a lot worse.
1: No, I've seen it done. I've seen it done worse. I have seen it done worse. But the fact that we at this point have to do that, <clears throat> I get it. Yeah, because we've seen Indiana Jones before. Like we've seen Indiana Jones, so we know what Harrison Ford looked like when he was younger. Like we do. We understand this. We know this. I still don't think that. It would have been half as bad if we'd have got an actor who kind of looked like Harrison Ford. You mean like Do you know who I would have River, chosen?
0: River Phoenix in, in the first one? Do you know who I would have chosen? Eldon, Elden, Eldon, Elden, Elden, Elden right. Army Reichen Hammer.
1: Reichen. Army oh, Hammer. <laughs> get Army Hammer back on the fucking train again. Get him, literally, get him back on the train again. You know, stop him from meeting people, allegedly. Get him back in the movies. That's what I'm thinking.
0: They still haven't figured out how to de-age his voice, though, have they? If you notice it still sounds like an 80-year-old well, man coming out of well, a 40 year old well, like,
1: yeah, like it's again the CGI for me in the first in the first 20 minutes really, really put me off. But the sequence itself, Mad Mickelson, great. Uh I can't how remember. Did, how, I guys name. <laughs> how did he survive? How did he survive that? Uh... Listen, he got smashed train in the face. <laughs> he got smashed in the face. He fell off the train, bingo, bango. He's still alive. You know, Paul. Stop going into these things. This movie doesn't like to give you a lot of feedback. All <laughs> right, fuck it, forget it, and get on with it.
0: My main concerns with this film, because you know what, Crystal Skull. I watched it again recently. There's some very questionable moments, and they made even worse because they came from Spielberg. Even nuking the fridge, it's like. Yes, it's been ridiculed. Whatever. Yeah, whatever. It's cheesy, but it's a, maybe a step too far, but it's a fucking Indiana Jones film. Yeah. The the flesh-eating bugs, the that's fine. The swinging with the monk is ridiculous, but it, it felt like an Indiana Jones film. It felt like yeah. one of those Saturday morning matinees. This felt like it was trying to be that. It didn't yes. have Spielberg's... Yeah, did not have the magic touch.
1: Yeah, yeah, no. yeah. It didn't. It didn't. It didn't have storytelling, and I think the one thing about it as well is a lot of the storytelling just seemed to be in the vein of turning around the audience and going, "Well, listen, this is just how it happened, so let's just get on with it." This is the, yes, yes, yes. They fell there. Yes, okay, yes. Okay, yeah. Ground. No. Yes, we can see them walking over the bridge, but the bridge broke uh, like twenty minutes before. But who cares? Let's let's get on with this. Let's let's just move on. Get past that. And it's like, see, uh, no, I can't get past that. No, I can't get past these wee things.
0: See, James Mangold is a good director. You know, a very Logan Lemond is a very good director He can direct action and he can direct story. But this, for me, everything was just, it just felt wrong. It was just yeah. off. And it wasn't offensive or anything like that. But I'm no, trying, so, so we're trying, so we're trying to watch this Indiana Jones film and we meet up with Indy. And mm-hmm. you think of where we've seen him before. When we first meet him, he's going through the the tombs of whatever, trying to find an idol. And then you meet him at the beginning of Temple of Doom and um he's, he's in the uh, Chinese restaurant and he fights his way out. Kingdom of the Crystal Skull, even, you know. And then you watch this and he is just a half naked, drunken man yeah. living on his own in a flat. Yeah. And it's and it's caught up for me, it's caught up to the modern day too quickly. I know it's 20 years later, and I know that we're in the 70s now, but this, 69, wasn't, Indiana, 69, 69, 69. But this wasn't Indiana Jones for me. No. This was a, a an aging relic, and lo and behold, Disney have taken the men, the strong male characters that they love up to now, and they've just turned them into wrecks of the former self.
1: He's, See, he's... I, I, I don't think, I, I genuinely don't believe that that's the case, though. I don't believe that they've taken, you know, the men and blah, blah, blah. I believe that they're trying to show, obviously, they all know that Harrison Ford's a fucking, you know, a pensioner. You know, he's got a three bus pass. So they need to try to make it relevant to now because they can't fucking de age him the whole way through the movie, which they probably would have, you know, if given the choice. But they have set the scene. Obviously, now it's 1969. Um, you know, we are led to believe this is this is retirement day. His retirement day comes in now. We know nothing about this at all. It's just when we when we go in, and I think that's obviously a conscious thing that you know means nothing to him. means nothing to him anymore. His old glories don't mean anything anymore, and he can go in and he can retire and blah blah blah. Where I think that it kind of jumps the shark a wee bit. Is the the pace at the start to where it means nothing to him anymore, and how quickly it moves on to when he meets, you know, Fever Ridge and uh, you know wh- where he, you know, starts finding things again and starts kind of getting into the story a little bit again, and then the bad guys come back in again, and it's kind of like, well, hold on, he didn't he didn't give a shit about this ten minutes ago, like this is this is nothing to him ten minutes ago, so what why all of a sudden now is he getting back into the swing of things? I get that he had
0: some kind of that relationship with Basil and it's yeah. his goddaughter Leonard, that's shown up. So it's dragging him back in. He's trying to retire. He's trying to just slope away quietly. And he's being dragged back into some some adventure. Um, basically, it's Nazis again. But this, these are like uber Nazis. Yeah. These are Nazis that want to kill the Nazis to take over the Nazis. And Mad, Mad- Mickelson's back I don't know how, because he took a fucking crane yeah. to the face, but he's here. Um and the the chasing after Archimedes dial of destiny. So we've gone away yeah. from
1: we've had Anti-Cathereum. The anti-cathereum. We have had anti theorem. the
0: anti we we have had religious, um Ark of the Covenant, then it moved into sort of voodoo, maybe, is it black magic?
1: Yeah, black magic, yeah. yeah.
0: Bad spirits, that kind of thing. Mysticism. Um, we went then into like uh, back into sort of christianity and god and things kingdom of crystal skull uh, when he, spielberg made that he says that those films that those saturday morning matinees by the time they got into the 50s they were all about alien scares and the red menace yeah. and it was about aliens coming in from outside to take over it, they were sci-fi and that's what indy 4 was crystal skull it was sci-fi this was trying to go back to its roots As just a, it was an old. Maybe that's the good point about it. It's an old adventure in a modern day setting, Mm -hmm. you know. And
1: see, we've seen
0: an awful lot
1: recently. Yeah, but that's the thing, right? And this is kind of going back more to the new Nazis, the old Nazi, new Nazis kind of thing, right? You mean like neo Nazis? Well, yeah, kind of. These these men, these hired gun fucking they are they are like fucking so. Unbelievably, you know, deft when it comes to dealing with everybody apart from Indiana Jones. They oh, yeah, the assassinate people with calm, with abandon. You know, they can kill someone without being heard. They can do all this stuff. But see, when it comes up against fucking 81 year old Harrison Ford, who's fucking jangling around, you know, <laughs> and it's like, you know, uh, there was a certain scene at the, when, whenever Fever Bridges and they go into. Uh, to find the uh, the Antikytherum. he's got it tucked away so nobody can find it in an obvious kind of place in an archive, and these guys fucking murder like two people silently, and then they get into this place, and all of a sudden they become Keystone cops. Da, 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 bumping into each other and... Ba, 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 oh, there's an 80-year-old man can take two fucking people down. There's an eight-foot fucking assassin who who just becomes fucking unbelievably fucking deaf. But as soon as he fucking comes up against an 81-year-old Harrison Ford, it's, whoa, I cannot take this man down. I can't do anything with this. It just becomes... That, them kind of bits are the unbelievable bits for me. It's not the fucking time travel. It's those bits. Well,
0: let's just quickly go through supporting cast. Antonio Banderas Wasted. Uh, uh, did, did he have twisted. four lines John Reese davis as Salah is there to remind everybody you're watching in Indiana yeah remember, remember
1: remember 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 uh,
0: uh, Key who Kwan was probably saying nah I can't be asked coming back I've tried
1: to escape being short <laughs> round all my life too much I'm too much Loki back. shit going on I've got, I've, I've got a payday here lads. Just, I've just got an Oscar it's lads. like
0: you want me to what you want me to run up shouting in Mr. Jones, Mr. Jones, in a four Chinese <laughs> accent. Sorry, I can't hear you over my Oscar. Bye. Yeah. yeah. Um. Yeah, Thomas Creshman, solid as always. Toby Jones is Toby Jones. He's a British man. He's
1: a bit strange. British. British. Come on, so, then. So underused. Toby Jones want... was so underused. One of the
0: questionable like... moments. Go on you've you, you got you finish you finish on toby jones and then I've...
1: but there's so many questionable moments like it's not even it's not even that you know that you're you were led to believe that toby jones is Harrison ford's bosom buddy best friend you know the man who you know is he made godfather to his daughter and blah blah blah, blah. and like after 20 minutes of the movie we don't we don't see or hear from him again on the odd kind of one where oh your dad was the smartest man i ever knew blah blah, blah. All right, let me move on, and it's like, well, no. Let if if we wanted like discover the relationship, then let's discover the relationship. You know, let's let's figure out why they got together and why they're such good friends.
0: Do you notice with this? It's very similar to Crystal Skull in that Indiana Jones meets up with the young relation of one of his old friends who's gone insane mm-hmm. and was obsessing over. Uh, McGuffin, and yeah. he was perceived as being mad, but he actually knew the truth all along. And the really irritating younger relation, who turns out to be related to Indiana Jones, teams up with him to go and hunt down the magical McGuffin.
1: Yeah,
0: yeah. Teddy Kumar, the short round. <laughs> I don't know what it is. It was just a short well,
1: round. He was. I'll be honest. He wasn't even in enough to annoy me. You know, he was. He, he was it literally just me there.
0: Do you know it's right at the beginning where the guy is, is in the thing in Marrakesh or wherever he is? Yeah. And there's yeah, a bloke yeah. trying to teach him how to fly a plane. Uh, it's like, uh. you've never been in a plane before, you're, <laughs> you're never trying. gonna be in a plane, and you're only 13 years old. <laughs> but this is how you fly a plane, just in right. case you need to know.
1: I turned around to Ritz all as soon as he was doing that. And I was like, I bet that has nothing to do with the plot <laughs> whatsoever. <laughs> And then it's little cardboard fucking dials. And it's like, I bet you that has nothing to do with this plot whatsoever.
0: Okay, well, Chekhov's gun, right? Chekhov's, Chekhov's plane flying lesson in the middle of a bar. Oh, you just need to lower the flop, <laughs> throttle and lift. The, that, that won't come into play. Plus, that kid is what? 13, 15 young yeah, teens. I'm around there, yeah. He straight up murdered a man.
1: De- definitely.
0: He murdered <laughs> the man. Definitely. That guy, Big big, and Daft were coming after him, right? The guy who couldn't even beat yeah. Indy, but took on 20 guys at a time. Yeah. They were underwater. It, the the discount short round goes through the grate, and it's too big for Big and Daft to get through it. The guy chasing him, the big assassin. So instead of the young lad just swimming off free from his pursuer, he takes some handcuffs and handcuffs him to a pipe, yeah. causing him to drown a slow and agonizing death.
1: Well, you see, I thought I thought that this is this is like another this is like another one of those things. He's going to obviously those bars are fucking thousands of years old. So he's going to chain them and then he's going to fucking pop up again at the end. He didn't. I'm sure that it'll be in the director's cut. But like, can we, can we go back? just slightly to the no it's Morocco somewhere there was Casablanca or Marrakesh well, Or whatever. Yeah, like, we're just jumping around on this. Can, but I just can we to go talk can it. we go can we go back to the fact that Harrison Ford's driving skills are akin to an F1 driver. Yeah, but it's like I'm watching I I messaged you.
0: All the action scenes in this are like I'm watching Tintin from twenty eleven.
1: Yeah. The fully this...
0: motion captured. There was and everything game was runs like the, cars, the CGI. The cars were on CGI on rails. The, the wind and the rain, it was all lashing. It was all CGI. They'd go jumping around the corner. At one point, one shot reminded me of Sin City. And I'm like, this isn't real. There's nothing real. I recently nothing. watched, yesterday I watched Hellboy. Or the day before yesterday okay. I watched Hellboy. The 2001 with Guillermo del Toro and Ron Perlman. Yeah. And you compare that to the new one. The new one looks a more realistic demon man. But the real makeup is so much better in every way. Yes. Because it's there and it's real and you touch it. I would much prefer to see a $60 million Indiana Jones film made for real with limitations as to the stunts you can do, as opposed to watching a motion cap soundstage uh, CGI fest with Fever fucking Bridge popping up every now and then.
1: Jeez, right. Well, that, but that's the thing, though. Every scene, like even from, uh, everything was on a soundstage, you know, from the oh, yeah. uh, Moon Landing Parade to Marrakesh to fucking, you know, to every every single set piece. Yep. was in a sound stage you know and the one thing that i couldn't get over was that any scene with ford doing his own thing just looked like a pensioner running something and then every time that you seen that the switch between you know the, the stuntman and 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 ford it just looks like a man pretending to be a pensioner and like the like the, the driving scenes you know, we are led to believe that, you know, all the, and it's always, it's always down those little side streets, you know, Bond does it, you know, fucking action adventure movies do it. And we're led to believe that a tuk tuk can outrun a Merc. Yep.
0: Yeah. Yep. Yeah. A tuk tuk has got full,
1: yeah, 600 brake horsepower. And, and that, like that, that's, that is only one of the frustrating things about them chase scenes, about them, them like Morocco scenes. The worst one for me, the worst. Chase scene in this. I mean, the tuk tuk was bad
0: enough, but where is riding the horse through the subway? Mm-hmm. And you're yeah. just like, that's not even you on a horse. And I get it, you're 80, but get off the fucking horse. You're supposed to be an 80 year old man. If you're playing a half drunk, aging 80 year old man, get off the fucking horse. Get on somewhere else. Run. I'm going to
1: make, make the statement though. I don't think that there's an 80 year old man alive that I couldn't beat the fuck out of. <laughs> Actually, I'm going to make a challenge to any 80-year-old man listening to this podcast right now. I will beat the fuck out of any 80-year-old man that walks through my door or past my house or whatever. Chuck There's Norris, the challenge. Is,
0: 80. Chuck Norris I, is 83.
1: I'm telling you now, Paul. Chuck I Norris could fuck, I could fuck nah. Chuck Norris up. No, you could just fuck. Shut up. I can tell you now I can fuck him up. No, you're embarrassing yourself now. You're embarrassing okay. yourself. Oh, uh, okay. Well, I'm gonna I'm gonna mention something else, right? And I'm not even gonna I'm gonna, I'm gonna do the visuals, so I'm pretending <laughs> to have binoculars. That's
0: good for an audio podcast. Binoculars, and That's right. why I'm
1: telling. That's why I'm telling everybody. That's why I'm telling everybody. They are going west, not east. Okay, so if I'm somewhere and like, off like the coast of Greece, right? So do you know? realistically where I'm going there? Yeah. Sicily, obviously. Obviously, Sicily. <laughs> <laughs> obviously, Sicily. Because that is just one of those things that you're supposed to go, do you know what? Forget about it. Forget about it. It happened. It's an Indiana Jones movie. Forget about it it's the old movie cliche
0: that the bad guys are chasing after the good guys happened in national treasure happened in this the bad guys are chasing the good guys around the world trying to hunt down the bits of the thing and they're always there when the good guy shows up and it's like if you fucking if you if you knew to be there when the good guys show up you knew where you were going so why are you hunting the good guys? just get the the don't you
1: fucking dare don't you fucking dare Say that this movie is on par with National Treasure. I will come to fucking Leeds and I will strangle you if you dare, dare talk about National Treasure like that because that movie is fucking well set up <laughs> compared to what this piece of shit does. Because there are like there is none logic to right. some of the pieces in this movie.
0: Okay, so this is Indiana Jones film. It's nice. It's light. We're having fun we learn what happened to Mutt and the reason why, uh, oh, yeah, of course. Him. <laughs> I mean, it couldn't be, you know, where's Marion? Oh no, she's out getting groceries. Where's Mutt? He's on the other side of the world traveling. No, none of that. Mutt died in Vietnam it... because he was trying to prove something to his dad, no, Harrison Ford.
1: But that's yeah. the thing. It, that do you know what annoys me because though. It, he, he never Europe says because... Vietnam. He never says Vietnam, so, and well, that's what annoyed me. He said he died in the war. He said he yeah, in could the have war. been Korea. Could have been Korea.
0: No, it couldn't, because that were the fifties, and what was like. 20. No, that
1: happened. That, no, 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 no. The Korean War went on to around 57, 58. Really? Yeah, around that time. So, it, like, right, so that, but you... that was that was my. But I I enjoy. I liked your 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 why you're bringing this up because that's what annoyed me kind of about, it. and it was kind of like. Well, whoa, why have you just thrown that all? And it was like a nonchalant conversation that he was having with uh, Phoebe Waller-Bridges on the back of a boat. And he was like, oh, what would you do if, you know, you could go back in time? I'd tell, tell my son not to enlist. And I was like, right, right, it was, okay. It was and Vietnam. You, but this, but this ah, okay, it may have been, but it was like this 30 second, this 30 second been, But it may have been. But it never says. It he never says. He just says... I would tell my son not to enlist, and that was it. Okay. And okay. then he talked about well, what happened that he died because he wouldn't have died
0: unless he was talking about the Cambodian Revolution.
1: <laughs> <It's> <laughs>
0: more often than not, it was probably in in Vietnam. So, I I think it's a big fuck you to Shia LaBeouf. I think it's it's they've taken this hatred of the character and tried to do fan service. But you know, it's like when they say we've got this character, and oh, wouldn't you love to see him get killed off? Okay, we'll kill him, and then you're watching it, and you're like, well, I don't want him dead. I mean, just just out of the picture, just don't cast him again. I don't want him dead, and and the well, whole drive behind it is his his <laughs> wife left him because Shia LaBeouf went and got killed.
1: Well, I don't think I don't think it's a fuck you to Shia LaBeouf. I think it's more of a well, they all hit. It's Shia a fuck LaBeouf. you to the
0: character to yeah, the character. And we can't, we're, yeah,
1: and, we, can't and absolutely... we hate the
0: character because. We hate the Cause it was, because Shia LaBeouf played him. Yeah. Is, is Shia LaBeouf one of
1: those people, though? The what? R-A-P-E-R. <laughs> is it one of that people? <laughs> rapper. I'm, I'm trying to spell rapper, but I've got dyslexia. Sorry. I don't, you know, you might have thought something else there, but I thought, you know.
0: No, no, no. Was he, rapper, Jazzy, he... was he
1: Jazzy Jeff? He was Jazzy Jeff, right?
0: Oh, not, we're not we're not, talking about the French friends in that respect this week, are we? <laughs> aggressively over the sofa were the words I believe (laughs) I walked in and he was going at it (laughs) (laughs) okay Imagine Will Smith having got a cheer to the next morning. Uh, yeah, honey. Um, <laughs> <this is> Someone <somewhat laughs> online. <laughs> Remember that weekend you had at your mother's.
1: <laughs> so anyway, <laughs> back to Dial of Destiny. <laughs> so the, the end sequences. The end sequences happen. In this cave, you know, in, in in these public caves, and the only thing I can think of, right, is like there are there are caves in Ireland, Northern Ireland, for mana called the Marble Arch Caves, right, and they were uh, they were excavated in like the, the early 1900s, late 1800s, and then they were fully put together around the 50s, 60s, open to the public in the 70s and the 80s. Mm-hmm. So we're being led to believe we're being led to believe that these caves have never been excavated uh, and that all of a sudden that's and it's one of those things again you know ah whatever um let's go along with it right um there it is let's go let's go let's go go up there and let's and then when the god guys come in it's like wow where'd they go oh up there like okay uh okay let's just go up there and then they go up there and they find archimedes final dial and they find the watch he's wearing. And they find, oh, there's propellers on the side with this this flying thing. What did you make of Phoebe Waller-Bridge? She Come didn't on. annoy me at all. She never annoyed me. Like it was, But but that's that's another part of the problem. She was nothing. She was nothing in this movie for me. I actually quite well, like Phoebe waller Bridges. I liked the
0: goddaughter needing to prove her dad was telling the truth. And then she turned into this capitalist wanting to sell it to yeah. the highest bidder, and it just didn't fit for her.
1: When it was when all over the place, like she was yeah. literally, yeah, heartfelt. And then money, money, then, money, heartfelt.
0: And then she's going on to Indiana Jones about saying you're a grave robber. And the next minute mm-hmm. she's trying to sell it for the highest price. And it's like, well, what do you what do you yeah. want? You want him to not rob the graves, but then you don't want to sell it, or you do want to sell it, and then you're fine with him. And it was like the grave robber thing was just to have a dig at British culture yeah. and she's
1: and it was just like shut but up that's Aaron, not her, dig, her. don't blame her don't blame her for she has written she wrote
0: she put bits in it she's it was, not it was reported in
1: lesson she's not in the fucking cast list for writing let's just put that there before and that i don't, don't know over why over i'm it. singing but <laughs> i'm sticking up for her i'm gonna say i'm just gonna that's say fine. this, right i wrote this i wrote this that i want you to hear it because this this was written while i was watching it so so lucky Teddy was practicing flying with cardboard cutouts, and that he can hotwire a plane. He's never flown in with no navigation skills in the dark and the rain.
0: <laughs> good
1: old Teddy, <laughs> good old Teddy, Doctor Jones, Doctor Jones, <laughs> Doctor Jones.
0: So, whoa, careful Oh, sorry
1: <laughs> I, want apologize. Going I want to apologise Going a bit Mickey
0: Rooney there Oh, Dr. John
1: No, Paul Don't oh. do that No that's Well, not I apologise I'm well <laughs> come. Movie Chef podcast I want to apologise For the voices That we used John's son <laughs> No That's in a very Like, uh, Phoenix area, <laughs> Karate Kid musical Wax oh. <laughs> out.
0: Back off. <laughs> <laughs> um, so basically mad mickelson's plan is to take he, he's going on all, all about hitler making mistakes and he lost the war and they should have won the war and god let it go man for jesus yeah. 20 years let ago it go. Fuck and uh he plans to get the dial of destiny to take him back in time mm-hmm. to kill hitler and take yeah. over as leaders of the Third Reich and do the shit right how. And that's yeah, and that's, and that's the, the, twist. the twist. The twist is he wants to, uh, the bad guy wants to kill someone. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and then they get up in the plane, and everybody's in planes, and everybody's on the plane, and everybody's heading towards yeah. this uh, dial. A teddy. What a flyer, a, Teddy is. What? Like, teddy. Let's, just, what let's just
1: let's just speak up for cardboard cutout airplane dials because. I think that if I could do that, I mean anybody could.
0: You know, why? Why do people consider having like actual flying lessons in real? I airplanes? don't understand. Yeah, have Go a drunken, <laughs> have a drunken man give you edu- give you education in yeah, a car with exactly. paper airplanes. Um, so everyone ends up through the rift in time. John's kinds of spoilers coming up. Jones tries to tell him that Archimedes didn't understand about the planet moving or some bullshit. The
1: continental anyway, drift, continental drift.
0: I would have much, I'd have loved this to have been Indiana Jones and the flat earth. <laughs> and it just turned, Jones is basically trying to prove Waller Bridge wrong, that it's not a flat earth and his earth's round. And summit in the end, they end up at the Arctic wall and see all the giants that live behind
1: them. I mean, I haven't read up on it or anything. <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> <geez>. <laughs> i think you've, i think what you've done there is you've got really really drunk or high and watched game of thrones and read a yeah. lot of wikipedia read a lot of wikipedia a lot of mushrooms um so basically jones
0: nazis Wallabridge bridge discount short round they end up in two, well it's supposed to be 1939 syracuse and. 213 beasts. Lo and behold, they end up right at the feet of
1: Archimedes. (laughs) Who'd have thought that? Uh, Right there, right at the feet of Archimedes. Right in the the middle of a battle, the Battle of Syracuse. Yeah. So
0: they give him, and they all think it's a dragon coming in when it's a plane and they shoot it down. That was actually, for what it was, that was actually a pretty good sequence. I enjoyed it. I like that. No, no, it wasn't. The plane and the, the, the army, and I thought that was well done. I did. The how much of, history, how of it, much of
1: history do you know, Paul?
0: 20, 30 minutes.
1: Because Archimedes died at the Battle of Syracuse. Well, you didn't see the rest of it. Well, he hadn't built the antikytherum at that point. They gave it to him. He gave it back. They give it, but you
0: don't know what happened after and he died. Phoebe he stabbed so, by a Roman. So, um, Indiana Jones comes along and says, I am talking to Archimedes, I'm living in history, I am finally where I need to be. I've lost my wife, I've lost my son. Let me be one with history and die here. I thought, again, as far
1: fetched as it is, I liked it. I liked the, and you wanted the the Ghostbusters 2 picture at the end with Harrison Ford <laughs> hanging over Archimedes' shoulder on a mural found at Pompeii. I know I know where you is going.
0: I just I, I would I wouldn't have minded seeing him sat there in ancient Greece and just passing away yeah. and he's lost to time. That would have yeah. been wonderful. Yeah. And, Instead Wallerbridge well. <laughs> Wallabridge decides to punch him in the face. Yeah. He had.
1: She had to. Why? He couldn't stay in the past. Why? Because not? it would have fucked the timeline up. No. But never Fuck. mind about. Never mind about it's the several. Cruise. Never mind about the several future Nazis that have fallen into the water. Forget that. And no. never mind. The, never mind about yeah the b 2 bomber that flew yeah. into the ground. No, forget that. Forget that. Never mind about the fact that there were two fucking planes. Flying Around the battle of fucking Syracuse. Forget that. For listen, forget that. The fact that Harrison Ford would have stayed there, that would have fucked everything up. Nothing else would have destroyed that timeline in that film. It is fucking real and it would never have happened. She
0: was selfish. She (laughs) wanted him back. I was gonna say something else. She wanted him back in the in the normal time. She'd lost a dad, she'd found a godfather again. She wanted him back in 1969, and she got her own way. She wouldn't mm. let him have his choice and make his own decision. This is Indiana Jones. Why can't he how, go out I, how he wants to go out?
1: Instead, how, much, how much were you hoping that Shia LaBeouf would have walked through the door with Karen Allen at the end? Jesus.
0: <laughs> but I, I, there's a little call back to, you know, when he, when they first got together in Raiders, you know, after yeah. he first got with her when she was 15 years old and a child direct yeah. quote from Bef- indiana jones 15 i was 15 i was a child Indy, you knew
1: what you were doing <laughs> putting his dick in her r-a-p-p-e-r, <laughs> R-A-P-P-E-R. <laughs> sorry <laughs> no i actually met ripper this time because that's what he is he's indiana. a ripper
0: indiana jones gives a lots of money to charity he's a yeah. full <laughs> <laughs> Um, so yeah, Indiana Jones and the franchise of the Dominion Returns. Um, so let's have a look. Crystal Skull did 315 million at the domestic box office in America. Dial of Destiny has got 15 years on it and it's done 174 million. Oh. Um, it's done uh, about 5 million more than Last Crusade did in the late 80s. Temple of Doom 165. One twenty nine for Raiders, but that's uh, that's horrendous. Uh, yeah, but let's, worldwide... let's be honest.
1: Back in the fucking eighties, it was fifty cents to go see a movie. It's now fucking ten dollars to go see a movie. Yeah. Uh,
0: this has done three hundred eighty one million at the worldwide box office. This is a
1: flop. Um... A flop of all flops. I would, yeah. I would, I would hasten a guess that this will end up in ten years being the biggest flop of all time. Um. I think I
0: think there's I think it's I, I think everyone expected it to everyone expected it to flop. You know what I mean? I no, but it didn't. I think too. it's gonna. Yeah, it, it, it'll clear its money. It'll be a, you know. But there's no toys to sell on it, and there's, there's there
1: is no. It's just so underwhelming. I don't, know, I don't it, know about you, but I want that fucking Indiana Jones geriatric, <laughs> geriatric fucking figure. Also, the 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 geriatric stunt double figure. You know, it's <laughs> just
0: <laughs> the next film's just going to be Harrison Ford sat in his chair as a hundred, just pointing at the camera, going, "Let me die." <laughs> okay, um, time for a quiz. Uh, so every week we do. Uh, 15, 16 quiz questions.
1: Um, Hold on, on a... oh, I know. it was fourteen that cam came. A... Excuse me, can you let me finish? Rounded to fourteen? So let's oh, just forget about this. That. Is, this is Sorry, three drink. That. This is three
0: drink. Calm. Um, so two. I'm only two. Okay, so it's usually about fourteen questions. Plus, at the beginning of every episode, you hear us act out a quarter scene from a famous film. As one of the questions to take it up to fifteen. All oh.
1: right, shut up,
0: shut up. You get to answer. So last week, there was a wonderful rendition of a scene involving an old lady asking for a glass of milk. That was, of course, from Happy Gilmore. Uh, so if you said Happy Gilmore, give yourself a point. Uh, we're going to be doing 15, well, 14 questions this week on Harrison Ford. Are you ready? No. Okay, so there's going to be 14 questions. We're going to give you the answers at the end. And again, for a bonus point, see if you can guess what film we were acting out at the start of this week's episode. Um, so, come on. Okay. Let me know when you're ready. I'm ready when you are. Okay. Question one. Okay. What are Indiana Jones and his father searching for in Indiana Jones and the Last Crusade? Mm-hmm. What are Indiana Jones and his father searching for in Indiana Jones and the Last Crusade? More money. Uh, After Harrison Ford, who was the next person on screen to play Jack Ryan? Okay, yeah. After Harrison Ford, who was the next person to play Jack Ryan on screen? In Blade Runner, what is the name of the test designed to distinguish androids from humans? Yep. In Blade Runner, what is the name of the test designed to disgr- disquinguish, disquinguish, distinguish? Distinguish 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 androids from humans? I'm not even giving track five. One, two, three, four, <laughs> four even. <laughs> Harrison Ford appears in Apocalypse Now and has a line of dialogue. That line is, terminate with extreme what? Okay. When Harrison Ford appears in Apocalypse Now in his scene, one of his lines dialogue. A famous line is, terminate with extreme what? erections. Terminate with extreme erections. Harrison Ford currently stars in what Apple TV comedy series? I know who he's in it with. Going to get a half point for that. Sorry, let me just read that question again. Who does Harrison (laughs) Ford star with? (laughs) Uh,
1: Yes, a full point.
0: And what is the title of the Harrison Ford starring Apple TV comedy series? In the movie The Fugitive, Harrison Ford hides out in what city? In the movie okay, *The uh, Fugitive*, Harrison Ford hides out in what city
1: with a real parade? That's a guess. That's a ge- Oh, Hold on. Oh, you may give me. Yeah, I think I'm right then. I think I'm right. I think I'm right. <laughs>
0: uh, whatever question it is, in *Random Hearts*, spoiler alert: How did Harrison Ford's wife die?
1: *Random Hearts*.
0: Yeah, I I will give a point for a generalized answer because it is fairly uh you know okay yeah yeah
1: yeah
0: question seven so in Random Hearts how did Harrison Ford's wife die? Question eight, with whom did Harrison Ford star in the film Six Days Seven Nights?
1: Nope, controversial.
0: The answer is Brian Singer
1: she never drove in this movie
0: thank god with (laughs) whom did Harrison Ford star imagine if he, he were doing the plane and she were in the car at the same time fucking with whom did Harrison Ford star in the film Six Days Seven Nights in Raiders of the Lost Ark, where did one of Indiana Jones's students write, I love you? Okay.
1: Just generic?
0: Yeah, generic. Okay. Question nine. Oh, In Raiders know. of the Lost Ark, where uh, yeah. did one of... Okay. Sorry. <laughs> it's, it's all right. You just crack on. Sorry, I'm trying to...
1: I Matt really need to, need to break to myself I really, I
0: really feel like I need to t- t- take this opportunity to tell you there is more than just you listening to me
1: I'm sorry all right I'm sorry yeah.
0: there are other people listening to the words I'm saying as well as you come
1: as I well apologize. as you. All right I'm sorry okay
0: these people are close <laughs>
1: and these people <laughs> are far away this feels like I'm always apologizing during a quiz for something <laughs> rather messing nah, the quiz up or... that last week's
0: quiz was pretty good we had we yeah, had letters. Thanks. <laughs> uh, one of the letters was, when will Cormac do a quiz again? I need to make sure I don't listen. <laughs> that was from me. That was good. It was good. <laughs> that was very good. In Raiders of the Lost Ark, where did one of Indiana Jones' students write, I love you? Um, What film cast Harrison Ford as a Russian submarine captain? Okay.
1: don't think it's right, but I'm
0: just going to do it anyway. Question 10. What film casts Harrison Ford as a Russian submarine captain? 11. Who played Agent Gibbs in Air Force One? Who played Agent Gibbs in Air Force One? a complete guess question 12 Harrison Ford is set to appear in an upcoming Marvel film which one Harrison Ford is due to appear in an upcoming Marvel film which one
1: can I have a clue for that one
0: Yes, it's a Marvel film that is about to be released. <laughs> See, pretty much the clues are in the question. Take in mind there's about five in production. You narrow it down. <laughs> According to Hahn, what did the Millennium Falcon achieve in 12 parsecs?
1: Oh yeah, I know that one.
0: Good. <laughs> well done, Carl. Well, yeah, know that one. Yeah. Yeah. Woo! According to Han, what did the Millennium Falcon achieve in 12 parsecs? Last question, 14. Mm -hmm. Indiana Jones is afraid of snakes, but what is his father, Henry Jones, afraid of? His son? Parenthood. (laughs) <laughs> Indiana Jones is afraid of snakes but what is his father Henry Jones afraid of says so 14 questions on Harrison Ford again you get a bonus point if you guess the quote at the start of this episode we're going to give you that answer next week if you do have any suggestions on episodes that you want to hear from us um whether it is uh, ideas for conversation we just want to send us a letter uh, you want to give us anything uh, to talk about, email podmoviechef at gmail dot com, and we're going to read your letters out, and we might even do a few episodes that you suggest. That's podmoviechef at gmail and we'll be happy to uh, see what you got. What do you got?
1: Cool, huh? What do you got? <laughs> I genuinely thought you were trying to do another accent there. And I, got I was really, I got really worried. Then I realized it was like an Italian kind of thing, or maybe I was trying to like
0: I, was, I was trying to go for Piccino.
1: Yeah, so yeah, I, I did guy? get worried. Huh? I did get worried.
0: Huh? Tits. Hoo Hoo Okay. Question one Indiana Jones and his father searching for what in the last crusade?
1: The Holy Grail.
0: The Holy Grail. Uh, mm-hmm. Number two Harrison Ford's um, was followed on screen as Jack Ryan by who?
1: Was it Benefer?
0: It was which one of them? <laughs> Ben Affleck? <laughs> it was Baffleck, yeah. Ben Affleck yes. uh, in uh, some of all fears. Uh, in Blade Runner, what is the name of the test designed to distinguish androids from humans? Is it the Voigt-Kampf? Voigt-Kampf test, yeah. yeah. Um, Harrison Ford appeared in Apocalypse Now. One of his line of dialogue was terminate with extreme what? Prejud-
1: prejudice?
0: Prejudice is the right answer. Yes. Terminate with extreme Prejudice? Um, Harrison Ford currently stars in which Apple TV comedy series No idea It's called Shrinking Shrinking, okay It's either about um, a psychologist or somebody who makes reverse Viagra
1: (laughs) Or it's Land of the Giants remake
0: Did you see that film where Matt Damon and Christine Wig got shrunk down It was the same guy that did um, Sideways downsizing that was it basically they come up with this scientific procedure to shrink people to like to live in bottles and stuff so you know if you've got 50 grand in the real world because you only eat little bits of food and only use little bits of energy that makes you worth like 400 million dollars and people live in these little downsized worlds and Ben Affleck was in it but it got really freaking weird uh, In the movie The Fugitive, Harrison Ford how, hides out in what city? Chicago Chicago, the windy city, Chicago is the right answer
1: oh, um, See, I was gonna say something else and then you said parade, parade. And I, thought, I thought
0: yeah. I thought you might have gone Boston or something with that But uh, In Random Hearts, how did Harrison Ford's wife die? I, I will I will give very generalized points yeah. but go on cancer not that general plane crash of course but, that general? like oh well no I'm not giving you the point but if you said crash an accident but did plane, she
1: have cancer
0: what I, actually I hadn't killed her I ain't checked Well, the plane crashing on crashing heartbreak no she was in the plane when it crashed Okay. I think so anyway, I've never seen it. <laughs> <laughs> Um, Okay, what was the following one? Where are we? Mm-hmm. I was just checking to make sure uh, what year that random house came out. With whom did Harrison Ford star with in Six Days, Seven Nights? <laughs>
1: I'm just going to say Anne Hesh.
0: Anhesh is the right answer. I was In, gonna say ra- no,
1: nothing, no, no, go for it. No.
0: In Raiders of the Lost Ark, uh, where did one of Indiana stu- students write "I love you" or rather "Love you"?
1: Was it a test?
0: No. So where did she test. write "Love you"?
1: Uh, on a test, on a test paper, on a test paper.
0: No, it wasn't. No, it was on her eyelids.
1: Oh love yes!
0: I will oh, give a little right. bit of a clue there, but it was on her eyelids. Uh, I love you. In film, which film cast Harrison Ford as a Russian submarine captain? No,
1: I can't remember the first part of the movie. But if I say the Widowmaker, would that give get that. me
0: some? Okay, I'll give you that. I'll give you that. K nineteen, the Widowmaker. K
1: nineteen.
0: K nineteen, the Widowmaker. Yeah. Who played Agent Gibbs in Air Force One?
1: So it's one of two. And I think it's the other one. So I'm going to go Xander Berkeley. Xander Berkeley is the right Fucking answer.
0: right! Friend of the podcast, Xander Berkeley, He doesn't know it. Friend but, yeah.
1: of the podcast.
0: it will be raging when he finds out. Steven,
1: Steven Seagal has never <laughs> been on the podcast. So that was the other one. Because I thought yeah, um, Steven Seagal in the, died at the start. So I was like, yeah.
0: And in a couple of months' time, we're going to figure out that Chuck Norris doesn't listen to this podcast either. So... <laughs>
1: Fuck you, Norris! I'm coming after you. I'm coming after you.
0: Harrison Ford is set to appear in upcoming Marvel movie, which my upcoming Marvel movie? Blade? Captain America: Brave New World.
1: Oh, right. Okay.
0: Where he will be playing General Ross, and definitely nothing else. Wink. <laughs> <laughs> he will absolutely.
1: I, I'm oblivious, so I. <laughs>
0: According to Han, what did the Millennium Falcon achieve in 12 parsecs? The Kessel Run. The Kessel Run is correct. And finally, Indiana Jones is afraid of snakes, but what is his father, Henry Jones, afraid of?
1: Ratatas.
0: Rats is correct. Um, so how many have we got there? Three, four, five, six, ten. seven, ten eight, beans. nine, ten. Ten Bains. points for comment. Ten points. You did better than I did
1: last week. But I didn't get, I didn't get the movie that the quotes were from at the start. So You yeah, did, and, and I gave that.
0: you that. I gave you I that. Didn't,
1: yeah. <laughs> I didn't know. I didn't know. And then you said, and I was like, of course, of course. Of course it is. <laughs> So um, if you're
0: following us, wherever you're listening to Good Pods, Apple Music, Spotify, give us a follow, give us a review, especially on Good Pods. It means an awful lot to us, that does, uh, that people can listen to indie podcasts um, and reviewers like you do and shine a bit of light on us. Um, head over to com, where you dude.
1: can leave us. Hello,
0: thank you Where well, you can leave us messages you can listen to new episodes and like i said very soon there's going to be some blog pieces on there and whatnot and if you've got any questions or feedback or anything uh podmoviechef at gmail.com you can also find us on x threads instagram facebook all of them at podmoviechef
1: so much to remember
0: here over the week adam driver where he's promoting a movie, and somebody says to him in the audience, We saw your uh, Ferrari trailer, and the car crashes look CGI and cheesy. What do you say to that? And Adam Driver said, Fuck you. Next question. Yeah,
1: damn what fucking a, right. Yeah.
0: What a hero. You. Hero of the week, Adam Driver. Anything from you, buddy?
1: Not at all. Uh what I will say is that going on to the podcast. We will be writing a lot of stuff for it. We'll do reviews, we're going to do a few blogs, so please, please, please interact. Tell us what you want, tell us what you want from us, and tell us what you want from the pod as well. Um, Next week, movie cops, we'd want
0: to solve our murder.
1: Well, listen, it's better, it's better, it's better than, you know, movies on boats. (laughs) Goodbye. Bye.
0: So, do you want to do uh, Sean Connery or do you want to do Nick Cage? I'm
1: dying. To do... Right, John John Mason is Sean Connery, isn't it?
0: Yeah. So I'll do good speed. Let's do let's do it. Right. Let's
1: do that. <laughs> I'm gonna do a really bad Sean Connery accent.